Good morning, everyone. Today is the 11th of June, 2018, the 162nd day of the year, with 203 days remaining. A few evenings back, winding around the North Star, Polaris, the constellation Draco the Dragon appeared as if embarking on a sky path between the Big and Little Dippers. We are fortunate in Maine because, as the more than a few astronomers will testify, we have many a locale on whatever clear nights we are afforded, where the night sky is dark enough to see both the Little Dipper, which is relatively faint, and Draco. In an old star atlas published by Johannes Hevelius in 1690, Draco the dragon is depicted as the center of a circle that over time has the north celestial pole gradually changing position over a cycle of 26,000 years, says earthsky.org. During this 26,000-year precession cycle, the North Celestial Pole moves counterclockwise relative to the backdrop of stars, so that the star closest to the North Celestial Pole is the star that becomes the Pole Star. 5,000 years ago, Tuban, a star in the left-hand sector of the constellation Draco, reigned as the North Star. Tuban's status as pole star continued into the 3rd millennium BC, about the time of the building of the Great Pyramid in Khufu at Geza, which was constructed to point directly at Tuban. In a couple of days, we will have June's new moon. June 13th is also the day in 1983 that Pioneer 10 left our solar system crossing the heliopause at 121 AU, or astronomical units. 1 AU is roughly equal to the distance from Earth to our Sun, about 93 million miles. So at 121 AU, Pioneer 10 was about three times farther out than Pluto, 35 years ago, when the spacecraft traveled on into one of the greatest of unknowns. These measurements, of course, go way beyond daunting. Many of us know that the heart of our own galaxy, the Milky Way, is a black hole, a region of space having a gravitational field so intense that no matter or radiation can escape. I appreciate astronomy as a means of supplying perspective. Distance can be a great qualifier. From a mere 900 feet AGL, or above ground level, much of our activities on the planet become buffered by all of the surrounding landscape that now enters the picture, providing a context that we often miss in our all-too-frequently myopic engagements down on the surface in our day-to-day -day activities. This enhancement of context and subsequent falling away of myopia naturally increases with altitude, so that at the flight level of a commercial airline journey, we are viewing an almost innocuous scene. Everything seems just fine and wonderful, with the exception, no doubt, of cataclysms such as erupting volcanoes, forest fires, massive flooding, and so on. Then, when we continue upward, capturing scenes by satellite from, say, a hundred miles out, our planet appears positively beautiful. From this serene extraterrestrial vantage point, 
Who would guess for at least a couple of countries, centuries, we have been on our way to destroying this fabulous blue-green sphere? These next few years, say a host of researchers, will deliver some of our greatest tests of character ever. To what extent the view of ourselves will resemble the view of our one and only planet, Earth, remains to be seen. Of this we can be sure. Effectively applying our resourcefulness in synchronizing those views will not be a cakewalk. As prize-winning writer Joyce Carol Oates tells us, any kind of creativity is likely to be stressful. The more anxiety, the more you feel that you are headed in the right direction. Easiness, relaxation, comfort, these are not conditions that usually accompany serious work. From Orono, Maine, happy spring.